0: Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Cheeseheads. Cheese Get on your feet. It's curd and long. Hosted by Sparky Fiker and Ryan Horvath. <laughs> Hey, Steve Sparky, five for twelve fifty a.m. The Fan, along with our guy Ryan Horvat, MGM tonight. Uh, he will be out uh, along with his co-hosts Chris Crick and Nick Ashu uh, out in Arizona all next week during their shows, live from Arizona, leading up uh, to the Super Bowl. He'll be on the golf courses, playing some golf in the warm weather. Have you looked ahead, Horvat, to see what the weather is like out there for next week? Like, what kind of temperatures are we talking about?
2: Yeah, it's going to be like seventy-five to eighty degrees. <laughs> Oh day. yeah i'm pretty excited for that and I then it nope your, while, I, would,
1: I would if i was your wife i would divorce you for not taking me like i i would be just livid why not really? why don't just me. take
2: vacation that week and go out there with you i told her she could go for me she didn't want to do arizona uh i told her why? she could go for me if she wanted why doesn't she uh, want to do arizona it'd be a whole hassle we'd have to pull my kid out of school i mean i have my in-laws coming here i guess we could have probably worked something out i don't know
1: yeah, you could have taken your kid.
2: That would have been. I mean, but she has no she has no interest in the Super Bowl or Arizona. She said she wants to go. She likes Vegas, so if we go for March Madness for the NCAA tournament, yeah. she wants to go because she likes to shop and sit by the pool. Sure. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Shop
1: yeah. and sit by the pool there. There's a ton of shopping and bars and restaurants in Glendale, right by where that football stadium is. We used to uh, be out there for spring training. We used to go out there. Ah, oh, she missed it. I mean, 75, 80 degrees versus the yeah. cold, crappy weather you have in D.C. or what we have here. We have like minus yeah. two degrees here in Wisconsin today.
2: And it's freezing today here in D.C. I mean, it's like 25 degrees. but It's the- minus two, Ryan, here. Minus two. It's, we have, it's nothing like what you guys have going on there. but
1: you get supposed to be like it, 36 this weekend, and I'm excited. I may wear shorts. Well, uh, okay. Yeah. So Brady is uh, retiring yeah. for the second time. Uh, he yeah. says this one time, it's for good, so we'll see. Uh, but uh, why not do something different in the Curtis Long podcast, right? Okay. Uh, let, let, let's compare and contrast these two dudes' career, Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Now, we all believe, and I'm not sure about, Horrible, but we'll double check. I think most people believe he does not want to go into the Hall of Fame with Tom Brady. He would like the spotlight somewhat on him. Yes. The crazy part is Brady's going in with J.J. Watt. So it's not like it's all going to be on Tom Brady either here. J.J. Watt's going to have a, a pretty big spotlight on him too for everything that he did in Houston with the hurricane and everything else. Like, there's going to be a big spotlight on J.J. Watt. Uh, so, again, I, I feel like Rodgers is playing this year if for no other reason than does, he does not want to share
2: that stage with Brady, is my guess. Completely agree. I mean, he's not going to share the stage with Tom Brady, which is funny because Brady retired last year and we were like, up. Oh. I guess that means Rodgers is coming back for another year, and he did. But then Brady also came back, so now Rodgers is at least going to have to play one more year. Which I didn't see Aaron Rodgers retiring. We saw him on the golf course. He's got uh, he's got jokes for people. He says he's not going to San Francisco. Yeah. I just. I just again, man, I don't think his final game was going to be a home loss at Lambeau Field to that Detroit Lions team. And I don't think his last throw is going to be an interception into double coverage, a really bad ball. So I think the competitor in him, I think it was a painful season. Uh, I think it was a long season. He was also beat up all season. He had a broken thumb on his throwing hand. So I think he's going to heal up and he's going to realize I'm still a competitor and I got some good football left in me. Uh, you know Brady. Brady had a pretty good year, uh, but in that game against Dallas. He was skipping passes at his wide receiver's feet. Look I think that. he knew it was time to go. I know Rodgers didn't have the best year, and he missed a lot of throws as well, but he also made some throws as well, and he was throwing to rookie wide receivers and the corpse of Sammy Watkins. So 0% chance Aaron Rodgers retires. I just have no idea where he's actually playing football next year.
1: Yeah, well, we will find out one way or the other. Uh, oh, by the way, I did another I, – I, I'm obsessed with this mock draft simulators. I, I did another one last night. I've already saved it for my next mock draft in two weeks because you have next – next week yeah. uh, on Wednesday. I, I I already have mine saved. I uh, I traded both Rogers and Love. Both, both Rogers and Love. I traded both of them. And I actually really, really liked how the whole thing turned up. So eh, we'll see. Uh, or okay,
2: so, a good little uh, teaser right there. Yeah, yeah.
1: Could you imagine if they traded both of them? All oh, this fan base would completely melt down. Uh, okay, so Brady versus Rogers. Compare yeah. and contrast uh, the two careers. So I, I've got Brady's numbers up here. Tom Brady. 300, and I'm using pro football reference if you all want to double check my work. 335 games played. A completion percentage of 64.3% in his career. 89,214 yards. That's just a gigantic number. 649 touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers has played 100 less games. 230 Games played, 65.3 completion percentage, so a full point more than Brady, but again, 100 less games. 59,055 yards, significantly less than yards, but again, less games. 475 touchdowns compared uh, to Tom Brady, uh, who has almost 200 more uh, touchdowns uh, and almost. 30,000 more yards uh, Mm -hmm. than Aaron Rodgers does. But again, he's played almost, uh, what, about 105 more games or so uh, than Aaron Rodgers. So when you look at it from that perspective, it's interesting. Then you get to the aspect of Super Bowls, right? Rodgers has appeared in one and won one. Brady's been in 10, y'all. Yep. 10. Ten. Yeah. just think about that for a second 10 Super Bowls he's lost 3 7-3 and in the Super Bowl Uh, but he's got a lot of rings but you just talk and I test I think most people would take uh, Aaron Rodgers in his prime from a talent perspective and arm talent and everything else that he brought to the table over Tom Brady just like people would have taken Marino and his talent over Joe Montana or Elway and his talent over Joe Montana. Very similar, because Montana didn't have a big arm uh, either. Brady probably has a better arm than Montana. Uh, but kind of similar in the eras that they play, that the best quarterbacks in those two eras are guys – that didn't have the strongest of arms yet. With the draft coming up, that's what we're going to hear. Well, he doesn't have that great of an arm. He's going to fall you know, into the draft. He doesn't have a great arm. But that dude's got a huge arm. Throws a ton of picks, but we're going to take him and develop him, and we'll, we'll be able to take advantage of that. So that's my compare and contrast of Brady versus Rodgers. It, it, it's hard to put him into a class with Tom Brady, Ryan Horvath. It's very, very difficult to say that he belongs in a conversation with Tom Brady.
2: Completely agree, but here's why... um, Here we go. Here's... the Packer fans. Uh, Only one time during... No, no, no. I mean, we can't... We're talking career-wise. We're talking resume. You can't compare Aaron Rodgers to Tom Brady. Okay. Arm talent. He can make every single throw and more. Brady can't make the throws Rodgers can. Yep. Rodgers was the better talent. But yeah, I mean, Mahomes is... Brady's going to go down as the greatest quarterback of all time. He's not a better quarterback talent-wise than Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is the most talented quarterback I've ever seen. Aaron Rodgers is up there, Dan Marino's up there, John Elway back in the day was up there. But yeah, I mean Tom Brady is the greatest of all time. That's not going to change. Also, and here's where, you know, here's the argument though. Tom Brady was great. He put in the work, but also he had a lot of luck, right? He was luck? Yeah, a lot of luck. Listen, he was drafted into a perfect situation. Because Bledsoe goes down, he becomes the man, and he's playing for the greatest head coach of all time in NFL history in Bill Belichick. Also, Aaron Rodgers, only one time in his career has he had a top 10 defense. Tom Brady, you want to hear what the, de- the defenses that Brady played with? 8th, 10th, 9th, 8th, 5th, 8th, 4th, 2nd, 4th, 1st, 6th, That's right, Tom Brady, a top 10 scoring defense, 10 times, Sparky, in his career. A top five scoring defense, five times in his career, Sparky. Only twice has the Patriots defense when he was there been outside the top 10 in scoring defense during Tom Brady's career, 2002nd, in 2011 they were 17th and 15th that year that's right so every time the patriots won a super bowl in tom brady's career he had a top 10 defense scoring defense and the greatest coach Aaron Rodgers had Mike McCarthy. Go back and watch that 2014 NFC Championship game, and you tell me why the hell Eddie Lacy and James Starks are being run into the ground. Let's go over playoff numbers really quick, because again, it's not a one-on-one sport. Everybody calls Aaron Rodgers this big playoff choke artist. Well, Aaron, we're going to get into that. As the next now. topic: of Rodgers playoff numbers. Passing rating: 100.1, 5,894 yards. 45 touchdown passes to only 13 picks in 22 games. Tom Brady, a whopping 89.8 passer rating. 88 touchdowns, 40 picks in 48 games. He almost has more interceptions than game plays. Aaron Rodgers, 45 touchdowns to 13 picks. You replace him. You take Aaron Rodgers, throw him in New England. Throw him on that Tampa Bay team. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have more than one ring. I don't know that he's Tom Brady because I don't know that he has that, whatever it is that Brady has where he takes the ball with three minutes to go and he says, F it, I'm going to win this thing. Rodgers kind of folds there. But Brady, like, let's not act like Brady always has to do that in every Super Bowl and every season. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't. Like, we bring up the Atlanta game. You know, I mean, so so that's the thing. Um, Brady's going to have the best resume. But I'm just saying, as far as talent, Rogers was one of the greatest of all time and it sucks that he didn't win another ring. Uh I mean I know his career's not over, but it sucks he didn't win more because I feel like he's going to be overlooked and maybe in like 10 15 years he's not even a top 10 quarterback. Cuz how many rings does Mahomes finish with? How many does Burrow finish with? Herbert. You know, there's like we could just forget all about Aaron Rodgers. I don't know though because Dan Marino never won a ring and we still talk about him.
1: Okay. So, let's see where I can go with what you just said. I agree that the situation you're put in affects how good you are. You say, "Well, Brady got really lucky, right? He he ended up with you know the greatest cheating head coach of all time in Bill Belichick, which, yeah. which he did, which he did right. He he had one of the greatest cheating head coaches of all time, so that worked out and that helped put him in a, a situation to uh, win Super Bowls. He himself got busted for cheating uh, as well. So, yes." and belichick is a defensive mastermind cheating or not the dude's really good i'm not going to sit here and argue that he's not a great defensive coach I
2: wish mccarthy cheated more i'll say that i wish we cheated more sure yeah absolutely you could say every every fan base probably wishes they cheated as much as belichick flair cheated every match he's a 17-time world champ you know how many times hulk hogan cheated never that's why he's a four-time champ sorry go on you cannot compare wwe
0: to this but either way let's move on this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy
2: Okay,
1: so Rodgers got more lucky than Tom Brady. Rodgers, this is my I don't think Tom Brady would have been out of the league within five years had he went somewhere else as a draft pick. I do think Aaron Rodgers would have been out of the league within five years had he been drafted by the Niners. There's no question. Because A, they had to play Alex Smith right off the bat with Mike Nolan as head coach, right? And He was okay. Aaron Rodgers was a train wreck that first preseason in Green Bay. Ball up here, all over the place. He was a disaster. He was a disaster in year two as well. He wasn't all that good. And... Alex Smith went through how many different offensive coordinators five in five years or something stupid like that. Because McCarthy left after the first year when he came to green Bay and then the head coach got canned. So then they switched it all over again. I mean, that dude went through the ringer, Alex Smith. There was no way you could expect him to have any type of, of great success when you're constantly changing offensive coordinators. So, If Rodgers is in that situation, there's no chance he's a Hall of Famer. There's no chance he probably even wins a Super Bowl. And he's probably gone and out of here maybe after his rookie or second deal and maybe it's just a backup at this point but instead like you pointed out in previous podcasts he gets put under the McCarthy school with Tom Clements and all that nonsense and they coach him up they get him ready he's got a hall of famer in front of him so he doesn't get thrown in and have to play right away same thing that's happening to Jordan Love right now because Jordan Love wouldn't have been ready to play in year one that would have been a disaster he wouldn't be starting for the NFL team right now and whoever drafted Jordan Love probably would be looking to draft his replacement right now let's just be honest because that dude would have stunk his first year we saw it he wasn't ready so rogers got lucky to a certain degree too as far as the situation he fell into and placed it now let's move forward i think i can argue and i think correctly that he had more wide receivers year in and year out to work with than brady did brady had randy moss okay you win there but outside of that Patton and David Gibbons and all these other dudes that he had oh man, he he didn't have the run of Jordy Nelson, Donald Driver, Devontae Adams, Greg Jennings he didn't have that type of run he did not, now, Hall of Fame tight end absolutely Gronkowski, right? And you Thanks. could say that's just as good as receiver. So Thanks. from a tight end position, he had a great tight end, and then he had the serial killer on the other side of Gronkowski and, and Aaron Hernandez. But but again, both very, very good. Offense built differently than what McCarthy was running. But Rodgers definitely had a lot there. Running backs, nah, I don't know. I, I don't know if either one really had great running backs per se. You know, they got Dylan at the end of his career in New England. Uh, the Packers have had good uh, quarterbacks, I guess uh, would be the best way to put it. Not horrible, but good, good running backs for the most part uh, behind Aaron Rodgers defenses. You win, like no question, like their, their defense has been, have been significantly better, but at the end of the day, he'll never, I don't think be in that conversation with Brady. When you start talking about greatest quarterbacks of all time. And I think Ryan Horvat, in his mind, if you would have asked him five, six years ago, Do you think you'll be in that conversation? I think Aaron Rodgers would have said, absolutely. I've got my first one and I'm going to win a few more and I'll be there at the end. Uh, And instead, he never got back to another one.
2: Yeah. I mean, everything, you know, everything that you just said right there is fair. I don't know that, that Rogers doesn't make it the year five because I think they change around his mechanics there in San Francisco. But I think that's fair. Uh, we talked about this on the last podcast. You go back and you watch him even at Cal. I watched that game against USC where they beat him years back. And Rodgers is holding the yeah. ball. That's like that Jeff Tedford stuff. That's yeah. what Tedford taught all of his quarterbacks in college, the head coach. Yeah, McCarthy was great, man. McCarthy was really good for Aaron Rodgers. And Alex Smith really did have a rough go. It'd be interesting to see what would happen if they would have swapped spots. But, um, yeah. And, and and everything you said, I'm fine with. I don't really have an argument to any of right. that. But, yeah. All right.
1: Let's go to topic two. Now, this is an article by Bill Huber, yes. uh, part of SI.com.
2: Uh, the question is, how much has
1: Aaron Rodgers hurt the Packers in the playoffs? Now, I got to admit, I wasn't expecting this. Uh, to read this from Bill Huber. So, but he makes really good points and valid points as far as what Rodgers has done in the playoffs. Rodgers in the fourth quarter of the 2019 playoffs uh, in the 28-23 win versus Seattle, three of eight, 52 yards in the fourth quarter, no touchdowns, no interceptions, a 60.4 ranking, no points scored. The 37-20 loss in the fourth quarter that same year to the Niners, seven for 10, 150 yards, a touchdown and a pick one hundred and six point two rating, thirteen points scored, all coming after the Packers were behind thirty-four to seven in that game. Remember, they couldn't stop anybody, namely Colin Kaepernick, from running. Yeah. Uh, Rodgers in the fourth quarter of twenty twenty playoffs, thirty-two to eighteen win versus the Rams, six for eight, ninety yards, a touchdown, no picks, one hundred and fifty-one rating, very good, seven points scored. And the loss to the Buccaneers, 31-26, to 4-11, for 11, 54 yards, no touchdowns, no picks, 52.8 rating, three points scored in the fourth quarter of that game. Rodgers, fourth quarter of 2021, playoff loss to the Niners, 13-10, four of seven, 17 yards, no touchdowns, no picks, 62.2 rating, three points scored. Rodgers in the fourth quarter of 2022 uh, season f- uh, finale uh, against the Lions. Twenty to sixteen loss versus the Lions. Two of six for only twelve yards. No touchdowns. A pick. A quarterback rating of two point eight. I think that's right, but that seems uh, ridiculous. That's right. I mean, this be, year great. against Detroit. That's right. Right. I mean that's that's absolutely horrible. Yes. This is this is my only thing. Right. So in this piece that Bill Huber does, very very good. I, I would have liked to have seen what Brady's numbers were in the exact same scenarios. What is his? Numbers in fourth quarter of games the last several years, going back to 2019 to now, in the games that he's won or lost, just to compare and contrast. Okay, Brady's got like 100 ratings in every game, and Rogers got like 60s and 50s. Okay, you know, that makes it a little bit more uh, better. But like you pointed out earlier, it's been a knock on Roger since early in his career that he just doesn't have a lot of those comeback statement type wins, fourth quarter type games.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I know. And and not all quarterbacks do, unfortunately. Not everybody is Tom Brady. That's why he's the goat. That's why he's gonna be uh recognized as the greatest of all time. What but where are the fourth quarter numbers for the early playoff losses? Where are the fourth quarter playoff I want the Arizona game where he gets his face mask ripped off? He fumbled uh, the ball. Yeah, because he, he gets he, his face the ball. Mask. he gets his yeah. face mask ripped off. He had that, that he, he he that was a he great over and they ran it in didn't they? we the fourth quarter numbers when he's throwing the ball to Jeff Janis and a bunch of garbage men and they go to overtime. He doesn't even touch the ball against Arizona. Um, right, he just said, he just numbers. he essentially just he just <laughs> essentially took this from the floor. Cherry picking. I want the fourth quarter numbers. The games against Dallas, where they lose those games. If it's any other quarterback except for Aaron Rodgers, we forget about those wins because then the next week, you know, you lose to Seattle and stuff like that. I don't know, man. It's just like you could cherry pick and you could blame Aaron Rodgers for the one Super Bowl ring and all these losses. And again, I don't think he's perfect. I wish he was Tom Brady in the fourth quarter of these games. But I definitely, I don't place the blame on Aaron Rodgers, um, all of it the last couple of years there's I mean the game against Tampa Bay the, the defense rewarded him three times he had to do something there that was rough yeah. he's throwing into double coverage looking for Devante same thing against San Francisco he wasn't very good when they got the ball back but it was cold and that was a really good defense I don't want to make excuses for the guy you wish he look, people argue that there's no such thing as the clutch gene People argue that there's no such thing as momentum. I believe in both. And Brady has the clutch gene. Joe Burrow has the clutch gene. Patrick Mahomes has the clutch gene. You watch Peyton Manning. He's great. He didn't have the clutch gene all the time. And that's Aaron Rodgers. Like that's – they kind of – like Ben Roethlisberger, believe it or not, had the clutch gene. Sure. He's got the Super Bowl rings, man. I'm talking young Ben, not old Ben. He got broken down because of the way that they used to beat the hell out of him. There's just certain guys that, you know, and, and like players talk about this. There's just certain guys that perform on the big stage and there's certain that don't, I don't think it's that Rogers doesn't show up on the big stage. You just want him to do more. And he just didn't. He let us down time. But, after time. And
1: I'll, let me ask you this, well, I guess as, again, <laughs> as it says, if you're watching a part of this video, it says, you know, host of Bet MGM tonight under Ryan Horvath. And this new little feature they have now that we're, we're using. And it says Aaron Rodgers fan, right? So how much of the fourth quarter struggles that he has that Bill Cooper points out was on play calling and coaching from LaFleur's side of things as far as what he was asking Rodgers to do and what they were doing? Because this last time you hurt Rodgers, I, I didn't like the last three plays. Like, yeah, whatever. Right? You just got those hands up. Hey, me, I just ran when he told me to run. Go yell at him. Right? So how much of it is on the coaching for his fourth quarter struggles as much as it's on Aaron Rodgers?
2: I think that both have to take some blame here. I mean, you go back to the Tampa Bay game. I did not want to kick that field goal. I understand that they couldn't do anything in the red zone on that day, and they had to take the points. But then Aaron Rodgers doesn't end up getting the football back in that game because of the stupid holding penalty on Kevin King. So, you know, some of it is – on. I feel like, especially that late in the season – all every year since LaFleur's got here it's like the buddy buddy thing, the buddy cop movie. They're hugging, they're, you know, holding hands as Mason Crosby's kicking game-winning field right. goals. How are they not on the same page in the biggest moments of the season? So I'm actually going to put it on both. More on Rogers, he's the guy that's out there, he's the Hall of Famer, the back-to-back MVP that has to execute the play calls. If he doesn't like something, what like that's that's like I get that it's not the scripted stuff, the first quarter stuff, the start of the third quarter stuff. But the end of the game stuff, final drive of the season, NFC Championship, that should be stuff that you're scripting when you're a team like the Packers in training camp. Every single week, you should be going over that. So for them not to be on the same page, Rodgers to be pissed off about the field goal decision a couple years ago, you know, that's just, you got to put the blame on both, on both floor and Rodgers. Back in the day, you could put a lot of the blame on McCarthy, but a lot of that had to fall on Rodgers as well. I mean, there were games like towards the end there, McCarthy was just finished. He needed to change his scenery. We saw that with Andy Reid, though, in Philadelphia. Andy Reid is coaching coming up next Sunday for his second Super Bowl ring, but he had to leave Philadelphia, man. He had that eight-win season, that four-win season. They were done with him, and then look how that worked out. Philadelphia won one with Doug Peterson. Now they have a shot to win one with Nick Sirianni, and Andy Reid's looking for his second in Kansas City. It's not that Andy Reid was a bad coach. It was like he was, uh, he was worn out. You know, he was burned out, and I feel like that was McCarthy those last couple of years in Green Bay. So... I think you could put some of it on McCarthy. You could put a lot on Rodgers. You could put some on LaFleur, and you could put more on Rodgers. But I think they're both, I think everybody's really to blame. You know, it's, it's, that's the thing about football. It's not just one person, one coach, one guy. If you don't win a Super Bowl, it kind of falls on everybody.
1: Totally agree with you. Uh, and I think the burnout uh, description, I think, fits uh, both those scenarios. All right. Third and final topic. Well, the Packers have more success replacing Aaron Rodgers? than the Patriots have had replacing Tom Brady to this point uh, and obviously uh, Mac Jones. I will say they will definitely have more success than what Belichick has had in New England because I don't think the Patriots had pretty much anything left in the cupboard when brady got up and walked away brady knew there was nothing left in the cupboard either side of the ball and said the hell with this i'm not going to sit here and play my end my tail end off to win eight games like we don't have anything like there's nothing left to look around there's not a lot of talent i'm out i think green bay now again we'll have to wait and see with the roster or salary cap cuts whatever else they decide to do but as of right now if jordan love takes this team over there is far more talent right now on this roster than there was when Tom Brady walked away in New England, right? And Mac Jones gets drafted and have fun. Go get him. And Jordan Love, he's been sitting back watching, waiting. Right. Taking his time, understanding the nuances and understanding everything about the offense. And he's got two young stud wide, wide receivers, which again, Mac Jones really didn't have that either. That already got a year of experience with a hall of fame quarterback. They're going to come back in year two. They're going to make the jump. Everybody makes a jump from year one to year two in the NFL. I don't care what position you play. There's a jump after you have a year of experience. To me, I think the Packers are going to have way more success uh, the first two, three, four years uh, outside of Aaron Rodgers than the Patriots have had uh, post-Tom Brady.
2: Yeah, and I agree with everything that you just said right there, which is why, and I hate to bring this back to Aaron Rodgers really quick, uh, but – I mean, if you're Aaron Rodgers, why would you want to leave the NFC, like we continue to say, and go to the Raiders and compete twice a year against Patrick Mahomes, twice a year uh, with the Broncos with Sean Payton and a revamped Russell Wilson maybe, and then twice a year against the Chargers. Justin Herbert now with Kellen Moore as a play caller who's actually going to allow him to push the ball down the field and not call plays for Drew Brees like Joe Lombardi's been doing the last couple of years. So if I'm Rodgers, I want to stay in the NFC because of everything you just said. That year two leap is huge, and you have – christian watson who was a superstar the final eight weeks of the season probably a top 15 top 20 wide receiver statistically right even maybe better and then you have romeo dobbs who's going to continue to get better you could draft the tight end defense can't be any worse maybe they're not any better against the run i don't know you draft some guys there but um and then ian Rappaport goes on mcafee yesterday i don't know if you saw this and says if aaron Rodgers wants to be back in green bay he will be there's a good chance he's going to be back in green bay correct so we may be doing all this for nothing. That's now what Not said. Now to answer all him.
1: Rogers manifested this whole thing. Him yeah. and Chapter got all yeah. of this going, trying to Why? do all of this.
2: Why I this year? So what does he sick, want? Man. What does he want? He got. He has all of his friends. Does he want his friends to stick around? Does he want a Brandon Cooks? Like, what does Rodgers want? I need to know what he wants. Then this year, simple. He wants to
1: be told he's wanted, that he's loved, that we want you, Aaron. We can't do it without you. He wants to be told again. They want him over Jordan Love. That's what he wants to hear. That's that's what he wants. We need you more than we need Jordan. Please come back. Please, please, please come back. He's already walked off his statement of I gotta have my guys back. He's already said, hey, they all don't have to come back. He's already said it. You know, I would want a couple of them with me. I don't want to be by myself. So he's already said, hey, I don't need all of them. But I want a couple of them with me, so I got some a couple of friends there in that locker room with me to hang out with. So, again, Bakhtiari, Crosby,
2: if that's what you want to do,
1: and Randall Cobb, boom, he's happy.
2: Well, no oh, yeah, is coming back because he's good. The other yes. ones, are, like, no offense to Mercedes Lewis. He's a hell of a blocker. No offense to Randall he's cheap. Cobb. He reason, come, but cheap. Mercedes Lewis will cost anything. You could bring him back on a minimum deal. Right. Whatever, whatever you got to do. I want a talented young team with speed, not not the yes. yeah, not the left wing of the retirement home. All right. So I want um, I, I completely agree, though, that they'll have more. I, I think at least I mean, year one for the Patriots was a disaster. We also have to remember that final year. That was a bad team that Brady was playing for. Like he was thrown to absolutely nobody. And then they spent money. Two years ago on all those tight ends like Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith and then Devontae Parker, none of those moves made any sense. But uh, they had Cam Newton that first year, which was a disaster. Then they did get their guy in Mac Jones. And I'm not done with Mac Jones. We need to see him with a real play caller. We'll see what Bill O'Brien's able to do with him this year. But I definitely think that they have more to work with than the Patriots. Uh, Those receivers that we just talked about, a better offensive line. You just re-signed Elton Jenkins, who's an all-pro, if he could regain his form. So I agree, yeah.
1: I've got one last thing that doesn't involve Rodgers or Brady, but it involves uh, a social media conversation I was having with an Atlanta Falcons writer. I think he's a Falcons writer uh, last night on Twitter going back and forth because, again, 16-year-old's a Falcons fan. So I follow a lot of Falcons accounts and kind of up to date on that, like I am the Kings, Sacramento Kings. Mm -hmm. So this dude tweets out that he could see the Falcons at eight, I believe is where the Falcons draft at eight, taking the running back Robinson out of Texas. And I was was like, the the whole front office should be fired. Like, there's absolutely no reason. You just have a a rookie running back last year. I was here who played really well. You don't need that, dude. You need offensive linemen. You need pass rushers because you're like the worst pass rushing team in the league. And he's like, well, he's special. Uh, He's a special running back. He can be a game-changing type running back, best receiving running back out. I said, okay. So then I'm like, I'm going to go look. So I go and look at Daniel Jeremiah on NFL.com. You know, one of the co-workers of Chad Ryder, our guy over at NFL.com. Jeremiah has him ranked as the third best player in the draft. Third best player in the draft, okay? Mm -hmm. Do you know where he's got him going? He's got him going at the end of the first round at like 26 or something like that. And I tweeted the link back. I go, and as you see, nobody is taking a top running back in the top 10. And then after that, about an hour later, I'm doing my mock drafts and being doing, doing what I do. And I'm like, Holy crap, dude, he might go in the top 10. Do you know who may take him Philly at 10?
2: What a great fit. Could
1: you imagine? Cause my uh, Sanders, his contracts up, like they have nobody really a, a stud. Could you imagine yeah. him back there with Jalen hurts and, and what they got at wide receiver? Oh my
2: God. See, I don't know that they'll do that though. Only because man, like they can really stick anybody back there. It could be Boston, Scott, you know, you know, it could be Kenny Gainwell. Like None Kenny Gainwell, you are as two good two as this kid, in like three consecutive games. If you have the best offensive line in football, it doesn't. I'm not saying running backs are overrated, man. I mean, there's some good ones. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey. Yes. Um, Saquon, but like, you think if the Giants could do it all over again, they're drafting Saquon where they did? Absolutely not. You think the Panthers are drafting McCaffrey? No, they're running backs, man. A, their career like Todd Gurley was a great running back. Todd Gurley's not even 30 years old. Where the hell is Todd Gurley? All oh. right. He's retired. He's got arthritis in his yep. knee. You're looking at a three to four, four to five year career. You, I like B. John Robinson a lot, but if you're Atlanta, you have way too many. You don't have a quarterback. Well, yeah, Desmond Ritter. I'm assuming he's, that's who they're rolling. He's the no guy. good. He, yeah, th- there's a reason why they're all in on Lamar Jackson. So if they get Lamar, you could do whatever you want with B. But John even Robinson. if they don't get Lamar, like
1: if you're Atlanta, you play Ritter this year because the better quarterbacks are next year. So if he does stink, yeah. then you set yourself up to get one of the better quarterbacks at the top of the draft next year. Like you and I have talked about, like if you're in the market for a quarterback, you're better off waiting another year.
2: No, I completely agree, but I like Tyler Algier. I mean, they have Patterson there, who I get he's not really a older running back. Than dirt, yeah, but he's been so di- he's like just, but he just came out of the scene really last yeah. year. I uh, th- absolutely not. I don't see that happening. If anything, fix up your offensive line. Get a tackle. Get a guard. That's what I would do. If you want a running back in the draft, take a tackle or a guard. Have the best offensive line in football. Look what Philadelphia is doing right now. Yes, um, that's that's what you need.
1: Okay, good. So we both agree. There's no way we're taking Robinson. But I love time. him,
2: though. I mean, like, no, if he does get drafted in the top 10, good for him. I hope he gets his money. I hope all running backs get paid. But Don't eat him I in Kansas City. I would fire if I had a general manager that drafted a running back in the first round, I'd fire him. I don't think about who. it. Buffalo, if they were to take him.
1: Kansas. See, that would probably be
2: fine though, because like they have everything and, and need to right. start running the damn ball.
1: Yeah. Right. So Buffalo would make sense. Kansas City down there, yes. that would make sense. Like you're going to take a great team and give them a stud running back at the
2: bottom of the first round. Yeah. Like holy crap. I mean, like if San Francisco, like, let's be honest, if San if Shanahan took him, I'd be like, all right, no no issues. If they moved up for him, even I'd be like, right. no issues. He's going to rush for two thousand yards for Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, if you're like Carolina, Atlanta. Uh, hell, man, even Philadelphia, I just think it's a waste of a pick.
1: Yep, I'm with you. He is Ryan Horvath, BetMGM Tonight. He'll be broadcasting from Arizona all next week, getting ready for the Super Bowl. We'll be doing our podcast, him there, me here, so I can't wait to hear all the stories. He's got parties to go to, and he's going to be all social and stuff. He'll be on the golf courses. Oh, lots of story time next week with Ryan Horvath. I'm looking forward to it. Host of BetMGM Tonight. Check him out. Trista Crick, Nick Ashu, and BetQL Radio. Download their podcast as well. Steve Sparky, Fiber. Follow me at Sparky Radio. Radio. Check out all the interviews I do outside of the podcast. Up at twelve fifty a.m. thefan. dot uh, com. If you're a fan of Badger football, Badger basketball, Marquette basketball, Brewers baseball, Bucks basketball, whatever the case may be, make sure to check it out. Also, if you're a Bucks fan, Green and Growing podcast do that as well. We just had Eric Namon uh, last night uh, from the Athletic uh Bucks beat writers. If you want to go download Green and Growing with Nathan Marzian and myself, feel free to do so. Have a good weekend, y'all. Ryan, have a safe uh flight. Enjoy your Thank long you. layover in Atlanta.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Hey, there you go. Maybe you'll run into some Maybe I'll run into Tyler Algier and some jobs (laughs) in big (laughs) trouble. Have a good one. Toodles.